News flash. Dateline February 5th, 1921. New York City. In the small hours of Saturday morning, a delivery truck was attacked by a masked virago on Jewel Avenue at 147th Street. The truck belonged to the St. Moon Corporation. Two men were in the truck, a driver and passenger, whose names have been withheld for their protection. According to the driver, the truck was making a routine delivery to a number of diners in Queens. The driver was approaching a stop sign when, he says, a projectile pierced the hood of the truck. A cataract of engine oil erupted from the hole. The startled driver slammed on the brakes and turned off the truck's engine. Both he and the passenger exited the vehicle just as a distinctly feminine figure dressed in a red coat and wearing a mask seemed to fall from the sky and land nimbly on the roof of the truck's cab. Both men shouted at the woman, but were ignored. The masked virago removed a container from her coat and began pouring it on the tarpaulin covering the truck's cargo. Then she struck a match. By this time, both men were attempting to climb up onto the cab to remove the ill-intentioned woman. The passenger says he got hold of the woman's ankle just as she dropped the match. Whatever she had poured onto the rear of the truck proved to be an accelerant. Fire erupted from the bed, and the passenger released the woman so that he could get to safety. The driver, who serves on a volunteer fire department, continued to hoist himself up in spite of the flames. For his valor, the masked woman kicked him in the face and sent him sprawling across the pavement. The driver reports that he lost consciousness. Meanwhile, the passenger was running for the nearest payphone so that he might contact the emergency services. As such, neither man witnessed the Virago's exit from the scene. Firefighters arrived in good time to put out the blaze. Police are making inquiries with local vigilance committees to see if any of them can provide information about this mysterious woman's identity. According to Detective John O'Reilly, they do not suspect any of the vigilance committees in the borough of Queens to have had a part in the arson. In a statement, the detective told one reporter, The woman was wearing a mask, so we're going to ask the other masks what they know. It's as simple as that. No theories have been put forward as to why the truck was targeted. According to the driver, the shipment contained naught but a near beer called Yippity. Since the passing of the Volstead Act, the St. Moon Corporation has replaced its intoxicating products with legally brewed beverages. These new near beers have become quite the sensation, as the brewing process removes any of the dangers associated with drinking water or milk, but with an alcohol content low enough that it cannot intoxicate. The production of these drinks has also prevented the St. Moon Corporation from shuttering its breweries, and thereby keeping hundreds employed. Under the circumstances, Detective O'Reilly could not think of a reason that this truck would be targeted. Just before press time, this station received a telegram from prominent vigilance committee the Silver Sabres. In the telegram, a representative of that committee assured us that they will be working with the police on this case, as well as conducting independent investigations. Our mission, the telegram stated, is to safeguard the people of this city. No member of our committee would endanger the lives of innocents in this way. We categorically condemn arson and arsonists. The St. Moon Corporation has released no statement regarding the event. When the attack occurred, all of the senior employees of the company were attending a gala at the Blake Oriental Hotel. Edward Blake, chairman of the St. Moon Corporation, was hosting the party at his hotel to welcome home his children.
Michael and Gabrielle Blake have been studying at a British university in Hong Kong, accompanied by their mother. With diplomas in hand, the Blake twins are set to be the toast of New York's high society this season. Detective O'Reilly said he considered the timing of the attack potentially significant, though he could not elaborate further. Best of luck to you, Detective. We're sure you'll bring this virago to justice. And a big welcome home to Michael and Gabrielle Blake. Our society reporter, Friday Johnson, will have the story of the gala this morning at 11. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. (laughs) 